Family from the Heart podcast episode number 56. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And here we are once again, another week of talking about the family from our heart. And uh, today we're going to talk about killing our children. Oh, wait, wait. The title of today's episode are is actually, Are We Killing Our Children? That sounds a little better. Oh, by the way, Steph, you're... Your tree has printed Thank your you. show notes. Thank you. All right. So welcome back, everybody. Um, Stephanie, lots of exciting things are going on in our lives. And I'm... I'm. Are, what are you looking at over there? <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. So anyway, a lot of exciting things are going on in our lives. I'm very pumped up and passionate about something new. Uh, it's actually not... Well, it's kind of new. But there's something newer to the newness of something that's old. Does that make sense? What? <laughs> Nothing. Well, you, everybody who's been following the My Crazy Life podcast for, I guess, maybe the last year has known that I've really taken seriously my health. You right. know, at least thinking about physical activity and stuff like that. And progressively, I've gotten deeper and deeper into my desire to live a more healthy lifestyle. Well, today we're going to talk about you know, this idea of, okay, what's so funny now? What's what's going on in the chat room? I'm nothing. I'm just fairly aware of your, your, um, behind the scenes part of, um, your healthy lifestyle. Oh yes. (laughs) Yes. We're going to talk about that. Are you talking about the pop tart last night? Just because you could. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're going to talk. <laughs> Seriously, we're going to talk about that. Okay. All right. And matter of fact, I'm bringing it in, into today's show. All right. Okay. But anyway, so the, the big thing that we're going to talk about is, are we killing our children? And and it's something that I've severely been con- convicted of as a as a father and and as a husband and, and, and my role in being somewhat of a leader of this family and and being responsible for so many different things. One of the things that I really have felt bad about is the area of our family's physical health and um, physical fitness. Right. All right. Yes. Now, we'll talk about that in just a moment, but I wanted to just say that I need to get something off my chest. I'm a little bit upset right now. Why? Just a little bit. Why? Okay. Just a lot. Okay. At J.J. Abrams and the press people and all these other people out there. You know, Why? What's today? May what, 6th. What, I'm, no, okay, I understand it's May 6th. What day of the week is it? Wednesday. It's lost day. It, it's, so, it, it, you know, it is lost day. Yes. You know, midweek lost day. Everybody knows this. It is lost day today. Now, I get a phone call this morning at 9.37 a.m. How I, dare someone call you that early? Well, no, it's okay. <laughs> Trust me, it was okay for this phone call. Okay. Somebody calls me up. This is my good friend, DG, co-host over at About the Church podcast. Over is he feeling at, better? He is feeling much better, I guess. Very good. So, um, atcpodcast.com for cross-promotion purposes. Right. You should check it out. Uh, but anyway, he calls me up, Stephanie, and says, hey, you know that we got these press passes. He called you Cliff, though, right? Yeah. Why? Nothing. Did I just say Stephanie? Yeah. I'm sorry. So, he says, hey, Cliff. All right. 
Are you going to interrupt me again? No. <laughs> All right. Because you can if I mess up, which I probably will. But anyway, he says, hey, Cliff, uh, as you know, I have these press passes that allow me to go to the f- for free to go and take part in these press screenings right. to see the movies that are being released before they get released to the public. Let me guess. What? The screening for... Um uh, what's it called? Star Trek. Well, is, yeah, that show, is, that movie. Is the the screening for Star Trek is tonight? Yeah, yes. The press screening. Now it's not just a press screening for Star Trek, like at Newport on a levee and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that would while that would be cool. No, 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 no. This was an absolutely one hundred percent free press screening of Star Trek on IMAX for free tonight. Okay. Why are you upset with... Okay, because I feel that if J.J. Abrams really cares about the TV show Lost, when he creates a, a movie, he should say, listen, I understand there is there is not to be any screening, any viewing, anything whatsoever during Wednesday evenings between the hours of 9 and 10 p.m. It just cannot happen. Anyway, no, seriously, I, but the thing is, is that here I am. If that's how you feel. DG says, listen, you know, my, the, the guy, the co-host for my podcast can't make it. The first person I thought to ask of after that was my wife. She said, <laughs> well, not really. And she says, why don't you ask Cliff? And I'm like, yeah. And so he calls me up and he says, he goes, but you know what? I knew you're going to say no. And I'm like, you Oh, At least he, even... he called anyway. He did. He did. He did. So I was a little bummed about that. I'd be. I said, you know what? We have. I'd be team. more upset with the. I see. Placing the blame on JJ is one of those expectations that you have that no mm-hmm. one can ever meet. You know. I know. I was like, just. It was you so... have expectations of me that I don't even try to meet because there's no way that I'm even ever going to get halfway there. Yeah. So I just don't go there at all. <laughs> and um, that's not true. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. And the expectation parts maybe, but the fact that you don't ever go anywhere near it is not true. Okay. Um, in my mind, I, I was sharing from my point of view. Gotcha. Um, so you, you, your, what was um, your aggravation should be aimed towards the media in our local area. Yes, I know. Not towards. But it, it felt it felt it it just made and for I'm a better sure story. And I'm sure that there are some people. Who are into Star Trek? Who are not into Lost? Right. No, I understand that. Okay. And and it just made better for the story purposes to be mad at JJ. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that that is an unrealistic expectation, Stephanie. Did you? I I just wanted to say the world does not revolve around Cliff. (laughs) The only other thing I was going to say or Lost is is I said you know Stephanie or I said you know DG we have our home team Bible study tonight, (laughs) but we canceled that. But I'd cancel that and I'd go to the screening, but I can't miss Lost. <laughs> How horrible is that? That's pretty bad. I that's hope nobody bad. from our Bible... Oh, <laughs> Daniel's here. But he loves Lost. So he loves Lost. Okay. He, and, um, wait, but that doesn't say anything. He's like... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We did talk about whether we're going to cancel next week. Did we? For what? Home All for the finale. For the, for the Lost Yeah, we'll finale. talk about that tonight. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that tonight at home team. Anyway, so back to Family from the Heart yeah, let's, and your, well, I th- that's, your that's new passion. That's a little passion bit about what's going on. Yes, let's talk about our new passion. It's been an old passion, passion, but now it's renewed. Exactly. And Is even right? and even taken right? to a new level. Oh. All right. So I've become terribly convicted about the fact that I feel, and, and I know that I'm over-exaggerating this, but I really do. I really feel 
that I am part to blame for the fact that I am slowly poisoning our children. Yeah. And see, when you say that, all I hear is is you are killing our children because I'm the one who goes to the grocery and buys the crap. I did find it funny that you went grocery shopping for like the month this week. I didn't go grocery shopping for the month. Okay, for the next two weeks, maybe? No. Really? You think we're going to eat that much roast beef? Yeah. You're not the only one who eats it. That's true. So anyway... um, but uh, yeah, no, I don't mean that for you at all. I, I'm talking about. I was just saying what I hear when you say those let, words. Let me tell you, this is what, what is it that is killing our children? What is it that we are using to, to, to kill our children, to poison our children? And there, there is one huge weapon that we are using to slowly kill our children. And I really. Processed sugar. <laughs> processed sugar, you know. Uh, I believe it's our ignorance. Okay. I do. I think that our ignorance is to blame for slowly killing our children and and slowly killing ourselves, committing suicide um, as as in in our physical bodies. I, I it's just. I mean, I know I'm using strong language, but you know how yeah. I am. I I, I no, you're all or nothing. We know. I'm. That's exactly it. I'm passionate about something. By golly, which I'm means be by next week, this will be gone. <laughs> no, so, I'm only hey, half-hearted no. here. <laughs> I'm just, oh come but, on! No, I think that I need to explain myself in that I have been on these highs and lows with you mm-hmm. for more than just a year. Yeah, you know, and. So until I see some like real change, I'm not going to believe you. And I hate to say that, but it's really difficult for me to hear you and to take what you're saying to heart when um, I don't see change or not even the smallest glimpse of okay, so, change. So, okay, so tell me, explain to me what you haven't seen in any glimpse of change over the last three days. Okay, over the last three days, that's different. That that has. I have seen change. Uh-huh. So, you know, three days, that's great. But three days isn't enough to... Okay. So let me ask you this. Over the last year, my physical activity levels in, in my... Have gone up and down. Have gone up and down. You compare, though, my physical activity over the last year... To the prior 34, 35 years well, of my know life. You all of those years, but yeah. Okay, I get the it. years that I, you've known me. I get it. Okay, there, there have been times where in my upswings that for three months straight, I walked five miles every day, five days a week. Okay. For three months. Okay. Now, did I fall off the wagon? Absolutely. Yes, I admit that. You know, did it hurt? It, it, it did, actually. <laughs> you know, and got ran over a couple times. <laughs> But you know what the the thing that and see that's the that was the biggest fear of mine in in getting excited about this and doing a podcast called My Crazy Life and sharing my desire to live a more balanced life in all areas of my life not just physical health but everything else my fear was that I would get excited and then all of a sudden I'd fall you know I'd slack off a little bit and then all of a sudden you know I I'd just let it go and then I'd get back on and and eventually people would just get tired of that and they'd say oh my gosh close wishy washy but you know what maybe that's the case but I really do believe there are a lot of people out there who are just like me, who mm-hmm. really are struggling and trying to live out a more balanced life. But I'd say the majority of the people out there are like us in that they're struggling to live a balanced life and to keep living it. And, and I'm, I'm not placing all the blame on you. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I worked out. Okay. 
Well, the thing is that I believe other than housework, I believe one of the ways to to combat the the ups and downs is through getting rid of the the real problem. And I and I really do believe it's ignorance. OK. And and when I say ignorance, I, I mean, literally the word ignorance, meaning not, you know, with the lack of knowledge about certain things. Mm hmm. And without knowledge, you know, we we have no idea what to do. And for me, you know, the fact is, is I'm getting older and I'm starting to see the lifestyle choices that I've made over the last couple of years and several years of my life. They're impacting me now. And, you know, it's hard to think about it. But the fact is, what I've learned is it, it, what I'm learning is that it's not too late to reverse some if not most of all of those things that I've done right and I I refuse to let the fact that I've fallen off the wagon you know for lack of a better terminology or or analogy or whatever or mm-hmm. whatever uh, but I, I failed to I, I refuse to let the fact that I've slipped and and not stayed on the same path to keep me from moving forward and staying on the path now and and being motivated. And and let me just say is that sure, I've 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 had my ups and downs, but you know what I've had is I've had a group of people who I've said, "Hey, please hold me accountable." You know, if you hear me do, you know, a couple weeks or a month worth of podcasting and you haven't heard me talking about my Are you okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to joke to death. <laughs> nice. Stephanie was taking a drink of tea and she coughed. Oh gosh! So anyway, um, if I say you know if you if you've noticed that I haven't talked about you know what I'm eating and how healthy I'm striving to be, and if you haven't heard me talking about me walking or getting physical activity, please let me know in a very loving and caring way. But you know, hey, remind me that I asked you to remind me, and people do that. I've got matter of fact, Richard Emblem's in here in the chat room right now. He is he's been a great source of encouragement and accountability. He's like, hey, Cliff, you know, it's been a couple of weeks. Where you been? You know, and 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 so I thank him for that, and and I need people like that. I need people who say, hey, forget about the fact that for the last month and a half you've sat in front of that computer for fourteen hours and. You haven't walked, you know, so much as even a half a mile throughout the day. You know, seven hundred steps, pretty lousy, Cliff. Come on. I mean, he's not saying that, but you know, that's that's how I felt. And it's like, and and each day that I don't do something, I I I feel even more and more guilt. And it's like, you know what? I can't do that. I need to find things to motivate me. But then again, motivation alone and accountability alone aren't going to do it. And so what I'm learning and what I and what I wanted to share here in Family from the Heart is that I'm learning it has to do with um, gaining knowledge and, and studying and learning about health and, and, and a healthy lifestyle. And so I wanted to share that I have started listening to a podcast that I heard about from Father Roderick. Okay. And it's uh, it's and yes, thank you, Richard. Uh, he says, my pleasure, Cliff. But anyway, um, Father uh, Father Roderick was talking about a podcast that he's been listening to just recently. He just found not too long ago, and it's from a podcaster. His, his he goes by Doctor Monty. He is a he has a medical doctor, and it's over at fitnessrocks.org. There's like 149 episodes, and I just downloaded all 149 episodes this past week, 
and I started listening to it Monday morning while I was out for a walk, episode one, and I immediately went into episode two, and then yesterday I listened to episode three, today I listened to episode four, and I will tell you, it is awesome. What he does in this podcast is he's talking, he's a medical doctor who is subscribed to several research journals and and uh, uh, medical newsletters that talk about research findings, the, the latest on, you know, what they're finding out about healthy lifestyle, healthy living, all these things about uh, different things you can do to improve your lifestyle. And I am learning a lot of information and I'm amazed at how much motivation there is to change when you have knowledge of truth, truths to back it up. So what I would like to do is, is I, I want to share with you just some of the things that I've, I've heard this week. Now, okay. by no means am I going to be able to do it as eloquently as a, a medical doctor who's researched these things, summarize them and put them out on a great podcast. And that's why, you know, and, and, and I hesitate to do this. You know, th- this is a guy who has 149 episodes out there and you could listen to one episode daily and that might cut into your gspn.tv time. <laughs> but you know what? I think this is important enough to where I'm going to suggest that, that, even alongside or even, you know, replace an episode of GSPN every now and then. I think it's important to subscribe to this podcast. Now, I just want to let you know, Dr. Monty has just stated, and finally, in his most recent episode, that he's no longer doing Fitness Rocks. He's been doing it for uh, three years now. Mm-hmm. And there's the, the thing is, though, is it's going to be out there. He's going to continue to leave what's out there out there. And if you go into iTunes and search for Fitness Rocks, you will be able to download all 149 episodes. And I encourage you to just go ahead and do that. It took me about an hour and a half to download them all onto the iTunes there. But anyway, let me just tell you a couple things that I've uh, learned. And these are almost exact quotes from his podcast. So okay. I'm taking this, these without permission. But for knowing what I know about him, I'm, I'm, I'm positive he would care less. So Dr. Monty said, number one, our society is being brainwashed by television advertising. This is in episode one. TV advertising has set the stand, TV advertising uh, has set the standard for what we eat, what we drive, what we wear, and even what we think. What do you think about that, Stephanie? That I would statement. agree with that. Okay. Uh, feel free to comment on any of this stuff as we go along. Um, the hidden and he he talked about a medical research. Uh, article that was titled The Hidden and Potential Effects of Television Advertising. Mm-hmm. This was a study done on kids aged 11 to 12. For every hour of television viewing uh, that a child does between the ages 11 and 12, it has been associated that those children will consume an additional 167 calories uh, per day. Per day. <laughs> so uh, for each hour of television. And what they found is that I think it's the average child um, consumes four hours of television today, per day. So if you think about that, that's a hundred and let's see here, 167 times four. So that means the average child uh, through this study they found uh, consumes an, an additional 668 calories per day in junk food. Mm-hmm. Okay. And f- first of all, it's, he says it's not by accident. Uh, the food industry paid $7 billion in 1997 alone. Now, imagine how much they pay today. But in, in 1997, they paid $7 billion to advertise their food on television. The, and, uh, of, course, of course, there's the average American uh, kid watches television. Actually, it's three hours per day. I apologize. Uh, and he says, 
the average American kid will see 40,000 TV commercials per year. During a Saturday morning cartoon session alone, a kid will see one food commercial every five minutes. And these are typically, you know, your uh, fruit roll-ups, your, you know, all these Pop-Tarts. You're going to see, you know, sugar cereal and and all these other things. And, and, And what they're finding is that these kids are being brainwashed without even thinking about it that, Mm, that looks good. Mm, I want that. You know, and we sit there and we watch McKenna and we we notice uh, McKenna saying, oh, I want that toy for my birthday. Oh, I want that toy for my birthday. And and what I don't think we pay attention to enough is the fact that she's mom. What can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Where's that coming oh, from? I pay attention. I know you do. I, but I'm, I'm saying I haven't paid attention enough. Let's just say that. Okay. And I constantly every time I walk upstairs She's always, can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Can I? Why is she doing that? And I haven't even thought about the fact that she's sitting in there watching this television telling her, go eat, go eat, go eat, go eat. And so, um, you know, just the just understanding that alone, that that, that influence is there. I, I know we know that this is happening. We know that this is real. But I don't think we think about it enough. And And now... Hopefully, if you're watching television, you're more conscious of of these advertisements. And even with the DVR and fast forwarding with product placement and some of these TV shows, there's just lots of talk about uh, food in the shows themselves. All right. So the other study that he talked about, uh, and I'm I'm only sharing a little bit about what he's learned uh, here. One study listed four characteristics of a healthy lifestyle. This is something that I've learned. Uh, number one, not smoking. Right. Uh, you and I both doing pretty good there, so mm-hmm. no problem. Uh, maintaining that's a, a habit that really disgusts me. I know it. It's, it's there's a lot of unbecoming things about it. There are. Uh, and one of the greatest things is I'm allergic to cigarette smoke, so I have no problem with that one. Maintaining a healthy weight. This one has been a struggle for me. Let me tell ya. So did I tell you on my, um, I think I did tell you this, but on my on my iPhone, I used the application called Shape Up to keep track of my calories per day. And um, it lets me put in a profile. And I'm pretty sure I've shared this on another podcast before too. But um, it lets me put in my current weight, my height, my age. And, you know, it, it sets a profile. And I put in um, my goal weight as... Um, and and it calculates. It tells me that it's reachable in so many weeks with this many pounds lost per week, and um and I can calculate how many calories I I can eat and my I can enter the calories that I burn in exercise. And so anyway, I really like the program. But when I set my profile, I reset it a few months ago, and uh, when I reset it, it says that my current weight, um, that I am obese. Yeah. Okay. And when I get to my goal weight, I'll just be overweight. Nice. <laughs> because for my height, which for me, I don't think that that number is even possible. It's it's not even close to what my goal is. But um, but because they think that a woman of this age and this height should be this size, and that's what it's based on, it says that when I reach my goal weight, I will be overweight. Right. Which I don't necessarily agree with. Right. Well, I I can say that you can't. You cannot say that. Okay, these these um are based on these numbers and um, these readings are based on the these studies. And then 
on in the next breath say, but everybody's different. No, I'm not going to say, but everybody's different. What I'm going to say is that what they're what they're talking about being overweight has to do with with some other medical things that we have not researched yet. Uh, you know, body mass index and right, and, and, and stuff. And what you and I what you and I believe to be impossible is not really impossible. Okay. And the only thing we believe it's impossible is because I I believe our conditioning to think that you know well this is it, it is it there is so much and and that's why um I really you know I really desire for me not to be the one who shares all this information all the time and I would love for you to hear it from that podcast and I'm not going to and if you don't want to listen to this podcast I I'm not going to make you mm-hmm. you know if if anything if I've learned anything about physical fitness physical health and healthy lifestyle it's that if I there's if there's anything I don't like is I don't like to be told what I need to do, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 that it's irritating, and so I don't want to be irritating to you. All I want to do is is I want to just I want to share what I'm learning, and and one of the things I've noticed in in all the ups and downs that I have, um, I've noticed that you've had ups and downs, mm-hmm. and what I've noticed is when I'm having ups, it it. Not that I do it intentionally, but it it seems to motivate you to also want to do something. I don't know if that's if you've noticed that or or what have you, or if, if you've just decided to do it on your own. But I've noticed that when I'm counting calories, you you start counting calories, and and the kids start wanting to count their calories and and start understanding some of these things. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Tell me what you're looking at me, funny. I don't know. When I, when I'm when I go for a steady two or three weeks in a row of working out, I notice you saying when hey. you're counting your calories, it's it's um and I'm I'm cooking and I'm figuring out the calories as I'm going. I'm doing that for you, so it's just easier to do it for myself as well. And when you're not, I don't I don't do it for myself. Okay, that, that's. See, so because it's a huge pain in the butt. It, and see, that's what that's one of the things we're going to talk about is it is a huge pain in the butt. It is not easy to live a healthy a healthy lifestyle. It is much easier to it, it's much easier for us to go buy some boxes that have the calories already calculated for us. It is much. It, it is. Mm. Yeah. It, but I don't do that. I'm not saying you because I don't like things out of a box. <laughs> I didn't say that you do that. I'm telling you what's easier. I'm not telling you that I don't do that. I'm telling everyone else that I don't do that. Anyway, let, let's go back to this. So okay. uh, not smoking was one characteris- yes. characteristic of weight. what a healthy lifestyle. Maintaining a healthy weight. or And, and in my case, I, I'm desiring to get to a healthy weight. And I am desiring to get into that what I personally believe is a impossibly low number. You know, something I haven't thought of being possible. It, it, it's like, are you willing to share that number? I don't know what that number is for me yet. Oh, okay. I haven't looked. Okay. But I'm sure whatever it is, it's an impossibly low number. Uh, okay. What? Let's see. Um, ideal weight. Ideal weight chart. Let, let's see if okay. I can find a better ideal weight chart. Ideal weight. Let me see if I can just find a website real quick that tells me. Uh, select my gender, male. Select my height, feet and inches, five seven. Calculate this, and again, again, every it, there is yeah. more to be associated. Uh, but it says I sh- my range is between one hundred and twenty seven and one hundred and fifty nine pounds. Okay, that seems like one hundred one hundred and sixty pounds seems like whoa. Yeah, that's do a, mine. All right, let me go back, Stephanie, and uh, female, and you're how tall? 
Five foot what? Three. Five three. And a half. But <laughs> and a half. They won't let you put the half in. One hundred and forty pounds. Really? Yeah. Well, then it's changed. It's, it's between one hundred and twelve and one hundred and forty. One hundred and twelve. Okay. Yeah. That well. The, yeah. See, now the first time that um, when I started, mm-hmm. it was I think it was one seventeen. Okay. Okay. I haven't weighed one seventeen since I was like in middle school. Right. Um, I've had three children now, and I don't think that that number is ever possible. Yeah. Well, ever. Well, it, you you know what? But if I make it to my goal weight and I continue, what to is your do, goal weight, by the way? I'm not going to say it out loud. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that's you don't ask me to share the number. That, that's, that's fine. That's not right. Um, I was I wasn't asking what you are now. What your goal was? I know. Well, my um, but I've shared a lot of how how much I've lost. Yeah. And if I gotcha. how far I am, and so people would be able to figure out how much I weigh now that's fine. if they took the time to listen to all the shows and do the math. Um, what was I saying? You were saying, I forget. You were talking about the fact that it was impossible. Or, I don't know. I just don't think that one, 112, 117, I don't think anything under 130 is even remotely Right. And that that's why normal the, for me. That's why just height and your gender and height and is I'm not, not enough to calculate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's not. But but you I, know what? I could I could easily see you coming in at one forty. You know, I think that if you look at my um, if you look at my family history, now I'm not going to blame anything on being big boned. If I hear that one more time in my <laughs> life, I swear I'm going to punch somebody in the face. But um, watch I, out, people. I wouldn't really do that. But um, yes, you would. <laughs> okay, maybe I would. But you know, all all my life I was told that certain parts of my body would always be shaped certain ways because it is some of it is hereditary but well, not no, all of it that's, and i have broken out of a lot of that yeah there you have i will no longer blame my weight on being big boned yeah <laughs> it, it it just happens to be that everybody in your family has a lot of the same yeah uh social traits as far as when it comes to physical fitness and health and and so therefore they do seem to have some of those same physical characteristics right. but as you have lost quite a bit of weight recently you don't don't have that same physical trait no, like don't. they do that anymore i don't and it's and so anyway i'm just saying you can't base a goal weight on no age and height alone exactly exactly and and so what what do you base it on well, that's something I think that w- instead of just saying, well, I don't know, or getting upset with the number of 117, and I'm not suggesting that's what you do, but I'm saying that, you know, it might behoove us to become knowledgeable about some ways to really calculate what should I weigh. I know what I was to, saying for healthy before. For, for health reasons. Right. Yeah, go so ahead. So what I was saying before was if I get to my goal weight and I continue to do what I'm doing, which is my which is my plan. So I get to my goal and I'm still, you know, working out and eating healthy and doing all those things and I'm still burning fat and I end up getting to one of those numbers that I think is unrealistic, then I'll say, "Well, hmm. If I can get there, then, you know." Yep. But anyway, there's got to be a place there's got to be a stopping place, otherwise there wouldn't be any of me left. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there, you know, the, that, and that's where you calculate, you know, how many calories should you be taking in, and right. and, and the the average healthy person should be taking in a good two thousand calorie diet, or right around there. That's the average, you know, to to maintain weight. Right. That, that's the average if you're at your ideal height and weight and stuff like that. So anyway, it, of course, there's a whole. I'll never now, be at my now, ideal height. <laughs> Come on. Okay, your ideal weight for your height, whatever. 
<laughs> That's uh, Richard says in the chat room. Says Cliff's just like me. He's not tall enough for his weight. We just need stretching exercises. There you go. See, I'll never be at my ideal height. I would have never settled for this. That's a good question. Hold on one second. Megan me, comes up to my nose is, now. Let me just you, see here. Did you hear me? Yeah. I know. I like know. a month ago, she was below my chin, and now she's like right at my nose. The child is going to pass me up before she turns 11. It used to be 12, but I keep moving the date back. All right. Hold on. Check this out. If I was this tall, uh, male, seven. Ah, oh, check it out. If I was seven foot, one inches <laughs> tall, I would be able to get to my ideal weight at the upper end of my ideal weight within probably another two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you're not. Sorry. Ah. Oh, goodness. So, so um, the yeah, other l- things on here are... So maintaining a healthy weight, yes. not smoking. Those are two characteristics of a healthy lifestyle. Which we've shared like three times. Yep. Um, eating five fruits or vegetables a day. This is something I do not do. I know you don't. And this is... You don't like fruits and vegetables. That's not true. I do not like what fruits and vegetables cost. Okay. <laughs> that makes no sense. Okay. Let me tell you, you what I like. You don't like. Oh, go ahead. Tell me Tell me what you do like. Let me tell you what I do what like. what you don't is far too long. Okay. I do like bananas. Okay. I do like apples. Okay. I do like peaches. Yes. I do like plums. You do? I do like pears. I didn't know you liked plums. I do like oranges. I do like strawberries. I do like blueberries. I do you. Okay, those are your fruits. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> fruits and five fruits and vegetables a day. Let's just stick on the fruit side. No, seriously, vegetables. Okay. Asparagus and green beans. Asparagus, I do like green beans. I do like corn. I like, but just so you guys know, corn's the, a starch. W- one of the things that I've learned is corn is actually not a vegetable that's really all that good for you. You didn't know that? It's it's a it's a lot of starch. Well, I, I knew it when I went to my mom's diabetes class okay. a long time ago. Okay. So anyway, um, I do like, uh, what did I say, green beans? Asparagus. Asparagus. Corn. I do like corn, but uh, I, I haven't minded those sweet potatoes. Although uh, the way that we're preparing them, I'm not completely sure it's the best way. But okay. but it, it's better than eating french fries, that is for sure. Okay. Um, and it's better than having processed stuff out of a bat out of a frozen bag. So it's Sound slicing. Like stuff. Stephanie's been slicing up uh, into um, wedges these sweet potatoes I'm and sweet potato French fries. She sprays them with some cooking spray and and lightly salt and peppers them mm-hmm. and uh, bakes them in the oven and they are delicious. Which is better than smothered in butter and brown sugar? Yeah. So well, that's there's a question about that. Is it better? Okay. You know, or is it just perceived better? So, and and those are things I'm still okay. learning. Those cooking sprays that have zero calories. The question is, is what what are we spraying? You know, okay. and stuff like that. But I could do that without spraying it. Uh-huh. It's still better than smothering it in butter. I don't know. These are things that I think we okay. pers- now, unless you have heard a st- of a study that talks about the, the how bad butter is for you. <gasps> I'm not. No. I'm not completely sure. I, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I'm. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm okay. not disagreeing with you. But what I'm doing is I'm no longer going to to just blindly accept that butter is bad for you. Okay. I, I'm. That's because you like popcorn. No. That <laughs> I do, it, and I'm going to talk about that as okay. well. And then the the. the but hold the, on, the asparagus. Oh, okay. We're I still, like we're asparagus. Still. I like beans. Beans are vegetables, aren't they? 
You know, like black beans. Yeah. Uh, I don't like butter beans. I don't like lima beans or stuff like that. But I do like uh, I do like black beans. I I think I like pinto beans. Um, we just never have those and and stuff. So I don't like pinto beans. Well, I I think that I like that. If if that's what my and I don't great aunt used to put in. Uh, I don't really care for. Um, I don't really care for red kidney beans that you use in chili. I do. I know See, you do. I love those. I know you do. I love I pick chili mine beans. Out. I pick mine out. Well, that's what it is. It's a red kidney bean. It's just. Yeah. It's so just I, I love those like, things. And see, though, you know, that with. So, uh, it's it, a little if too humid some, for chili right now, though. Well, uh, you know what? I'm willing to eat foods that are healthy if they're healthy, regardless of what time of the year it is. Okay. So, but um, a cabbage, I'm not a fan of. Um, spinach, I, I love spinach fresh spinach leaf um, oh i love brussels sprouts i haven't had brussels sprouts I'm, in forever because say it what because i hate them yes <laughs> but but the thing is is you know what i'm starting to get to the point where i'm getting serious enough about my health that i'm willing to maybe try some things that i haven't Seriously? ever tried before yeah i'm willing to i'm willing to take a bite of cauliflower i am i'm willing to take a bite of <sighs> of uh that stuff that Smells like dirty socks when you cook it. Uh, Broccoli? Yes, that stuff. <laughs> Broccoli smells awesome, Cliff. It, dude, it smells like dirty socks. You like carrots, don't you? Uh, uh, carrots, I do. Um, I, I but do. so far, everything that they, they see, we've got cabbage, spinach. He will eat baby leaf spinach like as a salad, but he won't eat yeah. cooked. And um, the greatest thing about the way that I eat spinach. salad is that I refuse to put salad dressing on my salad. That is really good. And yeah. so it's actually good for me. All right. So, so far we've got cabbage. Um, he won't eat cooked spinach, but he will eat it raw. Um, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, um, and he'll eat carrots. So <laughs> out of the things that they've listed in the chat room, you'll eat well, two the, of them. But there's others. So that's what I'm saying. There are others out there. And and I want... and. I'll eat romaine lettuce. I will. You will. I don't I, care for iceberg lettuce. If you put myself. ice, if you if I put a drop, of, he thinks he's allergic to it. I'm not. I don't. <laughs> I I wouldn't say that I'm allergic to it anymore. I love zucchini. But if I put a drop of iceberg lettuce on my tongue, I gag. I mean, it is an. It, you know that stuff that they give <laughs> you give babies, and you put the little dropper in their thing just in case they've ingested poison. Lettuce is just as good for me. I'm not kidding you. Uh, tomatoes. Oh my I love gosh! Tomatoes. See if I you had, had toma- zucchini last night. Did you know that? Yes, inside my turkey burger. Uh huh. Um, I love. I do like zucchini. I love tomatoes. See, here's the thing: knowing that I like some of these things, I would eat them in place of you know a bag of chips. If if they're yesterday was it yesterday or the day before? You just cut up some sliced tomatoes and it you was dri- on Sunday for our. Su- our lunch. And you just drizzled just very lightly. You put just a very light amount of salt and cracked pepper on them. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I loved those. I could I could eat three tomatoes like that. Now, I'm not saying that that would be healthy. You probably need to mix it up with some other stuff and not eat so much all at once because of the acid and stuff. But anyway, what I'm saying is that I want to eat more fruits and vegetables. You know, I want that to be a part of my healthy lifestyle. And then regular exercise is what they say is another part of healthy um, healthy lifestyle. Uh, 30 minutes a day, minimum five days a week. 30 minutes a day, five days a week, minimum. And uh, I'm actually doing, uh, right now, I'm doing approximately anywhere between two and a half to five miles per day. Uh, actually, two and a half to six miles per day right now is what I'm doing. And and I'm not sure if I can keep up this state this pace, but I'm praying. 
I am praying. And, and, and when I say I'm praying, I'm not just saying I'm hoping. I'm literally, I, I, I go to God in prayer and say, God, please give me the motivation to keep at this. Uh, for 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 my family's sake, for my sake, and for the for the work that you've called me to do, I want to be healthy, and and I want to learn more. I want to, I want to have the desire to continue to learn more, and and so just so you know, uh, this this study that characterized these. Now there are other studies that characterize healthy living with even more factors than just these four. But of the one that just categorized uh, not smoking, maintaining healthy weight, eating five or five fruits or vegetables per day, and regular exercise thirty minutes a day minimum of five days a week, out of the study, only three percent of Americans do that. All four. Wow. Only three percent of Americans. That's believable, though. It's sad. It is sad. It's very sad. And I want to be one of those three percent. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, what factors cause us to leave, uh, cause us to be overweight? Sometimes it is genetic factors. Mm-hmm. It is genetic. Uh, however, those, a lot of those genetic factors can, even though we have genetic factors such as diabetes and mm-hmm. some other things, um, it's it's even proven that people who have some genetic disorders that phys- that a healthy lifestyle can decrease their risk of death and sometimes even symptoms of several of those. Um, genetic disorders um, as a result of a healthy lifestyle. Um, environmental. Uh, these are things that can be changed, like uh, things that cause us to be overweight, watching four hours of television and not realizing that you're being brainwashed. That is an environmental factor. I'm yes. serious. No, I, I I know you are. I okay. wasn't laughing you at you. You kind of laughed. I'm like, um, wait a second. What's what I'm so laughing funny? at is that um, I don't watch as much TV as I used to. And right. So I didn't think about this before but when we were on vacation um i i think i only watched three or four shows the entire time that we were on vacation mm-hmm. i read that whole week and i didn't eat as as compulsively as i would have at home because i wasn't watching as much tv right like i never connected the two before mm-hmm. that's all yeah that's all i was laughing at I have noticed that you 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 have matter of fact this recently you've been reading a ton of books and you have said you know I I just I don't feel led to eat like I used to do food is not and and now that you say that it's it's becoming clear to me you have watched a ton less television do you think that I mean I think they're connected. do you th- do you think subconsciously you were being programmed to eat, eat, eat. Do you know that it's easier to eat? Well, minus the show Fringe, it's easier to eat while watching TV <laughs> than it is to eat while reading a book. Well, even, even not just the physical ease of just sitting there and, but and no, with something. Absolutely. In but I think that it's those advertising messages. I, I did try to eat a bowl of cereal while um, reading my book one day, and that didn't work so well. Good. <laughs> So or maybe I, not so good for whatever you yeah, spilled it on. But, but anyway. Um, I didn't spill it on anything. Okay. It, it just was difficult. Um, but no, I never, I had never connected the two until right now. But I think that most definitely they're connected. I wonder if, Mar- since uh, Daryl from Mardell.com is in the chat room, yeah. I wonder if he would be willing to see if there are any kind of books that, w- that they have available at Mardell.com that he could recommend <sighs> that people could learn about. Mm-hmm. Um, health that we could uh, maybe mention at the end of the show and put into the show notes. 
Um, anyway, n- not that he has to. Not that if he, he has to. Not, but but if, he, if he were to do that, we would we would gladly mention them yeah. here. Not to put him on the spot or anything. <laughs> he says, sure, let me get a few. I love All that. Right, where are we at? We're putting we're, our sponsors. Uh, social to, factors. I, I, we're putting our sponsors to work. Nice. Um, social factors. <laughs> yes. So genetic, environmental. Uh, get out in front of the TV, you know, yeah. for a while. Uh, get, go it's out. Sh- uh, it's, seriously, it has changed my eating habits. Yep. Social factors. The fact that we live busy lives. What did I just tell? I just told you this a few weeks ago. Now, there is um, there is a chain of restaurants that I despise. Okay. Absolutely cannot stand. Yep. And one of the reasons that I can't stand it, besides the fact that it is clearly the most unhealthy thing that you could put inside your body is the fact that it's so freaking convenient. Yes. I hate that. Yeah, they, and cheap. And, the dollar menu oh my everywhere. Goodness. Stop. Stop screaming out to my kids. Take your yellow sign down and move out of my state. No doubt. There's one on every corner. Yes. And and, and you know what? It's not just the big red clown, you know, or the clown with the red hair. It's not just him. It, it, oh it, no, I'm talking about it, all of them. It's yeah. the little pippy longstocking girl with red hair. Yeah, you know, got a thing with red hair. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the fast food industry. What do they got with red hair? I don't know. Um, I mean, the dollar menu is so, is so enticing, and you know is. what? The people who struggle the most with physical with with physical disease and stuff like that are the people who are um, at the lower income because they're they're. You know they go; they're going out to the dollar menu, and we struggle with that from time to time. Absolutely. And and it, I will tell you that I fed my kids McDonald's two Wednesdays in a row. Yeah. Well, it, and and the question, the original <laughs> title for this episode: Are we killing our children? Apparently. You know, I, I, it's a question. I'm not, I'm not I saying I, I never said I we're killing our children. It's a rhetorical question. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. I'm actually thinking about giving this episode another title, just saying, uh, let's get healthy. Okay. Because <laughs> that's a little steep, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. And, and besides that, I think let's get healthy in um, in this show title will at least be a better in- <laughs> indicator as to what the topic what the is. What the show's about? Yeah, right. somebody else said, is, is this, this going to be a show about abortion? I'm like, uh, no, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's a, it's about killing our population that's in a more acceptable fashion, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let's get healthy. Okay. All right. So social factor. Busy, busy. lives. Uh, not having enough time to cook healthy meals. Uh, the convenience of these dollar menus. Uh, all of that stuff. Um, the fact is, is, is counting calories is not easy right stephanie it's, it's not. not i know i mean you're sitting there trying to figure out okay how many how many calories is in a teaspoon of olive oil and mixing that in and then well, all of there's a sudden, 120 in a tablespoon i know and there are three teaspoons in a tablespoon so there's 40 in a can teaspoon. you tell my wife has been counting calories <laughs> and so it but it's not easy no and so not only does cooking healthier foods not only does cooking healthier foods take more time then pulling it out of a box or out of the freezer and, and heating it up or sticking it into the microwave. Not only does it take more time to actually cook a meal, but if you wanted to calculate and find out and track how much you're actually putting into your body, that you talk about difficult. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It is. It's hard. And so the, the, the I, I'll tell you what, to live a more healthy lifestyle, guess what? It's not just about food. 
it's about it's about living a more balanced life altogether. It's about um you know it's it's about spending not you know not spending 85 90 hours a week at work. It's about uh, it, it's about not over committing your children to 15 different activities during the week. It's, it's about so many other, it's about not committing to watching, you know, 12, you know, four hours of television a day. It's about committing to, to doing things, it, it, fitting an hour every day, an hour to an hour and a half of walking into my schedule every day. It's not easy. It's not easy. Nope. And that's why, yeah, I've been on the bandwagon and I've fallen off, but you know what? What are you? What's wrong with my wagons? <laughs> well, when Daniel was in here, he said, "If you're riding the wagon, it's not really exercise." <laughs> anyway. And so now, every time you say you're on the wagon, I here's another I get a here's another social factor uh, that you want to consider um, is too much eating out. When you go out to eat, the portion sizes Share. are huge. Yeah, are huge. It's so difficult. Um, for someone like me, like we could share. There are things that we could share. Yep. But I would be eating the most boring food ever. If I go out, I want to get something that I like. Right. What I like, you're not going to like. Mm-hmm. So then I'm either wasting half of of a dinner or um, eating something that I'm not enjoying. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. That That's just my... That that's just that's just my thing, right? But there are times when we can go places where you know we can we can share something, right? And uh, we went to this one place. This was several years ago. We went on a date um, to a steak place. Oh my gosh! And we shared a steak. Oh. Thing was enormous, but um, we told the the lady that that we were just going to share it, and they charged us ten dollars ten dollars to cut our steak. Yep, they cut it. And they plated it twice, um, but they charged us ten dollars just to cut $10. it. So um, <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> you know that place is out of business now. Yeah, is it? Something else went in there. We never went in. A we single never time went in after again. That. No, we didn't. But um, let's see, portion sizes. So Richard says that portion sizes are twice as big in the U.S. Yes, they're they're huge yeah it, it, it's it's a little crazy um and so and of course we uh, okay we americans how about me i'm used to going to the restaurant and eating until my plate's empty right that, that, that's well, all there is to I was, it when i was a kid you eat everything that's on your plate that, i mean that's how we did it right you know and so um that's not how i do it with my children but um mary in the chat room and this is something that i have done in the past is that when they bring my meal, I ask for a box. Mm-hmm. As soon as they bring me my meal, I ask for a box. Gotcha. And that way you can go ahead and, or when I order my meal, I'll say, when you bring out my meal, can you bring me a box? That way I can go ahead and take it off my plate and I don't have to be tempted to eat it. Yeah. See me, I'm, I'm just like, it's never going to make that box. <laughs> I just have to watch what I order. That's, that, that's what I've decided. Like yesterday we went out to lunch and I had grilled salmon and I had uh, asparagus. You asked me what was the matter with me yesterday. They brought our, they brought our food to the table, and I guess I made a funny face or something. And you're like, "What's the matter?" And I said, "Nothing." And if I hadn't known better, um, I would have sworn that I was pregnant because when they brought your fish, my whole body cringed like this. And I like salmon. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I like salmon a lot, but the smell of the fish was so strong at the table yeah. that it, it just overpowered me. I'm sorry to And hear it that. made my stomach turn. It did have a strong smell when it first came to the table. It did. I agree. Anyway. Anyway, it was, it was a yummy lunch. And uh, so anyway, uh, here's, the, here's the thing. Stress is another social factor mm-hmm. that leads to overweight. And, and so watch out for that. Uh, it's difficult. Here's the here's the here's the big thing about this television thing. It's difficult for us to disconnect the messages that we're receiving through advertising and peer pressure to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. That so um, and of, of course, then I found. You know what? Um, yeah. I just I don't think that this really relates to any one thing. But um, you know, a few weeks ago, not a few weeks ago. Every Friday, the kids like for me to pack their lunch. Uh-huh. Every Friday at the school is pizza day, and they don't like school pizza, so they ask me to pack their lunch. And um, Megan, I was packing their lunch a couple weeks ago, and Megan says, um, once a month, their gym teacher will sit down and explain to them about healthy eating and um, healthy exercise and having a healthy life. And so she's like, the other day, he was telling us about our, <laughs> the other day he was telling us about um, our, our healthy eating. And then on the same day, the lunchroom serves us that greasy pizza. Why don't they listen to what he's teaching us in the classroom? So yes. even Megan is putting the connection together that they're not feeding them what they're teaching them. Exactly. So. And and even at home, they're getting mixed messages. Yeah. You know, we're talking about living a more healthy lifestyle and, and eating better. But at the same time, we still come home from the grocery store with Pop-Tarts and, and trick cereals and and other things, and and you know what they can they can put all over in big bold print. We've got thirteen vitamins and minerals, and blah I don't blah blah. Any of that? And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you put all that crap in there, and you just shake a little dust on there, and say, like, ah, see, whatever. <laughs> <It's> magic dust. <laughs> <laughs> magic dust. <laughs> Healthy dust. <laughs> all right. So so junk food dieters make their way to or fake their way to skinny. This is an article that was on MSNBC. Uh, and I found this on our uh, one of our GSPN.TV Plus members' websites. He has a blog. He's I think it's called ifiCanDoIt.wordpress.com. Don't quote me on that. Um, uh, I'm almost positive it's, it's there. But anyway, he wrote or he he says that he's been blogging his experience as he's been listening to Fitness Rocks, and. He shares some things in his blog, and I found this article on there, and here are some quotes. Stephanie, will you read the first quote in a healthier, or I'm a healthy... I'm I'm a very healthy eater, says Emily, a 30-year-old stick-thin investment banker. My diet consists of fruits, vegetables, fish, whole grains, uh, tasty delight frozen dessert, diet Coke, lollipops, sugar-free gum, and 100-calorie packs. Thank God for the 100-calorie packs. They've changed my life. Yep, and then keep going. Emily is a card-carrying, make-that-banner-waving member of the newest group of calorie counters, junk food dieters. According to their 
credo. Okay. According to their credo, low calorie is good. No calorie is better, even if the food contains more chemicals than a can of hairspray. <laughs> if it's associated with being a certain size, they'll eat it freely, says uh, Lauren Staten, director of Food Trainers, a no- nutrition con- counseling center in New York City. Many believe um, ingesting a few artificial ingredients in it is a small price to pay for being able to eat the things they love while staying as thin as a Pringle. Okay, so here's the thing. I started out my healthier lifestyle by trying to gain more physical activity uh-huh. in my weekly routine. With I've had I've had weeks and months worth of success with occasional uh you know sedentary lifestyle uh in in between. Uh I will tell you that increasingly over the last year and a half, I have done increasingly better. And 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 thank you much to the uh, motivation and accountability of many friends out there. Um, a couple months into my physical activity being uh, a part of my regular lifestyle, I incorporated from time to time calorie counting. Very difficult to do, although um, there are two iPhone applications that I hear people talk about the most. One is, it's actually, iShape is no longer called iShape, it's called Shape Shape Up. Shape Up. Mm -hmm. And that's what we, Stephanie and I use on the iPhone. Um, The other one is Lose It, or it might be Loss It, L-O-S-S-I-T, I I think. But anyway, um, there are two different applications and you can just punch in what you're eating how many calories you've eaten, and it tracks it for you and stuff like that. So, so I started doing the calorie counting, and I'm I'm pretty good at counting calories now. But now you're ready to eat the right kind of calories. That's the thing. I I I want to confess to you guys. While I am physically active and I am counting my calories, I have become a junk food dieter. Sure, I can keep my calorie count under the amount that it takes to lose weight, which is not a problem at all anymore. Uh, it was very, di- let me just share with you, it was difficult at first. Counting calories is very difficult at first. It's it, not fun either. It gets easier as you go. The thing is, though, is, and, and everything sounds good in that first quote, you know, I'm I'm a very healthy eater. My diet consists of fruits and vegetables, fish, and whole grains. So far, <laughs> sounds great, right? It's all downhill from there. But the thing is, is those things probably are only making up one third of what she eats per right. day. The other two-thirds of all of her calories are the D-Light frozen dessert. Uh, well, Diet Cokes are nothing. But then uh, lollipops with you know 50 calories here and there. Just because they're zero calories doesn't mean that they're good for you. Yeah, and, and the rest of and the 100 calories of calorie packs of Oreos and the 100 calorie packs of you know all these other things. I mean, they're all over the, every grocery aisle, every grocery store Didn't now. Didn't our has friend a, Trisha have a 100 calorie Twinkie the other day? Yeah, well, she, yeah, disgusting. it was it was the uh, Weight Watchers points thing. Yeah, that's what it was. You know, that's and, what it was. and so all this processed food, and we think that we're living healthier lives because we're eating less calories. And I think that we need to uh, we need to understand we're being ignorant of what we're putting in our body. Look at the ingredients of these things, and it's like you can't pronounce half the stuff that's in there. You know, right. and 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 I'm I'm starting to con- be a little bit concerned about the stuff I'm putting into my body, and and I want to know what these things are, mm-hmm. and 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 it, I thought it was funny. It's like if the food contains more chemicals than a, ca- a can of hairspray, and it's like you know, <laughs> chan- chances are they do, right? You know, and 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 the only th- I'll tell you right now, folks, please do not give me a hard time about my diet coke. I already know how horrible it is. 
it's going to take me a while to break this one. And and peer pressure to break it is not going to do it. I am eventually going to give it up. But I will tell you, I'm I'm down from you know what eight cans a day. <laughs> I'm I'm down to about two or three cans a day right now. You know, and and the thing is, is and and my mindset before was with zero calories, baby. Let's let's just drink, drink, drink. No, that's not the case. And right. so I'm back to drinking water. Uh, I, I drink a Diet Coke in the morning. I'll drink a Diet Coke at lunch or, yeah, at lunch, and then I'll have probably one at dinner for right now. But eventually, I'll give all that stuff up. Right. Um, anyway, the easiest way to do this is to eat things that have calories printed on the back is another quote from the article. It is the – I mean, if you want to say it's the easiest, you can say that. But I can say that I make meatloaf, and I'm able to tell you how many calories are in each slice. It, because I add it up as I go along. But it's easier. I said that. You added up. But yes. that doesn't mean that it's not doable to do yeah, it the other way. Exactly. Anyone who's made it down the grist. Okay, so we've already talked about the 100 calorie packs. Um, go ahead, Stephanie and Reed. Also, easily abusable. Okay. Um, I can't believe it's not butter. Spray. Most nutritionalists are opposed. Are not. To- aren't. Oh, aren't. Most nutritionalists. Nutritionists aren't opposed to misting vegetables with it, especially if it gets people to eat greens they'd otherwise avoid. But don't be fooled by the zero-calorie label. There are no calories if you spray five times. If you spray 20, it has uh, cumulative calories. Don't spray and spray... Don't spray and spray and step on the scale and expect miracles, says Slayton, who knows of one celebrity who gained weight after going through one bottle every three days. <laughs> All right. And then uh, how about this weight? Uh, and the especially popular fake sweet is uh, Diet Coke. Despite uh, how much anecdotal evidence there would be to suggest otherwise, studies have shown that people who drink Diet Coke or Diet Soda are fatter than those who drink the regular kind. Can I just say that's because a lot? I really believe a lot of that has to do with the fact that people who drink well, Diet Coke, because, well, they will. I'm saving here. I can right. I can say I'm saving here, so I can splurge here. Yeah, right. This news comes to no surprise to so and so who says that he's seen patients give up Diet Coke and lose up to six pounds immediately. Uh, maybe because soda. Maybe because the sodas, the diet soda sodium has been causing them to retain water. Or they figure that saving calories by drinking diet soda so they are entitled to have higher calorie right. treat later. Right. Uh, who lumps diets? He also lumps diet Snapple in the same category as diet drinks. Instead of soda, he recommends drinking sparkling water, which is nasty. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Because it's carbonated, feels like you're drinking soda, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so anyway, he... He oh, and he says um, for those who don't want to give up diet soda, he urges them to go to stop at two a day. And so I've cut down to three a day, and I will eventually get to two a day, starting to drink di- uh, water for dinner eventually, and then water for lunch, and then I will have to find some way to, else to get my caffeine in the morning eventually. And I will tell you that episode three or no episode two of Fitness Rocks talks about the fact that caffeine's not bad for you i love it (laughs) and daryl just sent me an email so uh let me pull it up here very quick uh this want to say thank you to all of our uh people out there that are listening to us on a regular basis and um there are a couple books that daryl has recommended eat this and live the seven pillars of health uh what you don't let's see what you don't know may be killing you 
How that's the title of today's episode. There you go. What you don't know may be killing you. Of course, I'm pretty sure you're stealing that. You know what? Um, titles of books are not copyrighted. Okay. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I, I do now. I learned that from Dan Miller's 48 Days to the Work You Love. Uh, he says that I could actually write a book called 48 Days to the Work You Love, and there's nothing he could do from stopping actually, me. Actually, I think I did know that. So anyway, um, there's that. And then I first place. There are, there are four different books, and I'll tell you how you're going to get those. If you go to familyfromtheheart.com and look at this episode, which is number 56... There'll be a link that'll point you right back into the show notes section of our forum. Uh, Family from the Heart has a forum where, you know, everything we discuss here in our show, you can talk with us and other people about, and we encourage you to do that. And we want to say thank you to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com for sponsoring the Family from the Heart podcast. If it weren't for them, this podcast would not exist. And so uh, you guys have been awesome. I I hear from them uh, about the results of, you know, you sticking that promo code into the shopping cart. By the way, if you do enter shopping cart um, promo code GSPN, uh, you get 10% off the order and it lets them know that you're buying from them as a result of hearing about them from us. And um, we thank you for doing that. It, it really means a lot. In fact, it means a lot to us being able to buy some fruits and vegetables for our family and putting them on the table. So uh, thank you. And I'll put a link to these books in there. Uh, I'm definitely going to be checking out some materials. And, and also, go and go uh, subscribe to Fitness Rocks. Fitnessrocks.org or just look up Fitness Rocks in iTunes and start, and, and start with episode one and move your way forward. I'm telling you, it's been a huge motivation to me. I'm not going to tell you you have to do it. I hope only that this has been some kind of motivation to at least get you thinking about living a more healthy life. Because what we don't know, I think, really is killing us. There, we, Absolutely. We've, we've had three different titles for this episode, and I'm sticking with that one. I like it. All right. Stephanie, anything else you wanted to share before we go? What's going on it. in uh, family or uh, full-time mom right now? You guys got any anything exciting happening coming up in uh, Friday's edition? No, okay. not that we know of. No reason. To, no reason to go to fam or fulltimemompodcast.com. Oh, you know what? We always come up with something. <laughs> Seriously, folks, if you haven't gone there, go to fulltimemompodcast.com. And hey, if you're not a gspn.tv plus member, please become one. Go over to gspn.tv slash plus and listen to the brand new testimonies. I think I just added like six new te- audio testimonials. And they're all the little, bu- little play buttons that you can play. And uh, and so check out that. And if you become a plus member, you get access to all of the My Crazy Life episodes and the Stephanie Unplugged episodes. It's where you can kind of get like the behind the scenes. What's going on with the Ravenscrafts behind the scenes as we strive in our lives every day to live a more balanced life. May God richly bless you all. We'll be back next week. And uh, until next time, join Join the the community. community.